What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Real Talk. If you are new here, thank you for tuning in. Please go hit that follow button on Instagram, Real Talk underscore podcast one, for all the latest updates on my episodes. If you're not new here, you already know the vibes. Welcome back. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a motherfucking friend. And sharing is caring, and it is free 99. So, like, why not? Why are you not sharing? Why are you not posting on your story? Why are you not telling your friend to tune the fuck in? Like, let's go. Spread the word um no but for real thank you for tuning back in um exciting news i do have my second self-love event coming up we are doing it through zoom this time um i got a lot of requests to do it through zoom because i have a lot of people that follow and listen that don't live in my area so they're not able to come in person so we're going to try the zoom thing and see how it works um i posted everything on my personal page and my um podcast page so check that out tell a friend, invite everybody. Um, the ID and password will be going out closer to the date. So that's super exciting. It's going to be a good time. Our first one was friggin' lit. It was so much fun. Um, so grab some wine, grab a drink, grab a notebook, grab a pen and get ready to get real. Um, today we are going to jump right into our episode and our episode is going to be talking about how to know if you are in a healthy relationship. We are going to be answering questions. Um, We're gonna be talking about signs of a healthy relationship, signs of problems, how to build a healthier relationship, uh, when to seek help, et cetera, um, tips for maintaining a healthy relationship, all that good shit. Um, So yeah, let's get into it. Um, Relationships, as you know, are an important part of a healthy life, period. Um, research has consistently shown that social connections are critical for like mental and physical health. A lot of people think that it's more on an emotional and mental level, but it's a physical thing. Also, uh, people who have healthy relationships have better health outcomes. So you're more likely to engage in healthy behaviors and you have a decreased risk of mortality. So when I heard that, I was like, so like if I don't fuck with no one I'm gonna die sooner because now I'm afraid because if you know you know um but but I guess it's like all linked together um so we're gonna discuss some of the characteristics of a healthy relationship and how to spot the signs of potential problems um also I'm gonna be giving you the steps to improve the health of your relationship friendship romantic family whatever um So some questions to ask yourself is it's important to remember that there's no such thing as a perfect relationship, right? Like no such thing. It doesn't exist. Every relationship has a mix of like healthy and unhealthy like shit going on. What makes a bond positive is that each person recognizes that relationships take work. Each person has to like strive to maintain the connection and, you know, the solution for problems, right? Because if it's just one person and they're fighting for the relationship to last, not gonna happen it's going to be a disaster in the end like yeah you can fake it till you make it and that's only gonna last so long right so both people in the relationship the friendship whatever's going on both people have to be willing to do the work um people often spend a lot of time talking about how to spot like bad relationships right but not about what constitutes a good healthy relationship so you have to like consider the following questions i'm gonna list them for you. I wrote them down. Um, do you trust one another? Like, do you have trust in one another? Because let me tell you something, if you do not have trust, 
you're wasting your time. It does not matter what you do. It does not matter anything. If you do not trust each other, it will never work. It is going to end at some point in time. Um, do you respect each other? And like, for me, that's a big one. Like respect is a big thing. Like in my romantic relationship, we don't curse at each other. We don't call each other out of our names. We barely fucking yell at each other. We argue like very rarely, right? And I mean, I feel like that's healthy too. Everybody needs to have a little bit of that in it. Um, but as far as respect goes, never, ever, ever, ever disrespect each other. I don't think like, uh, we, we've we never even called each other like out of our names during an argument, during anything, like ever. Um, so respect is a big one. Um, do you support each other's interests and efforts, right? Like, do they support you on your dreams? Do they support you on your hobbies? Do they push you to be better? Um, are they trying to get you to elevate, you know, often in your life? Um, are you open and honest with each other? Because honesty is another fucking key. Like, honesty is probably one of the biggest things for me because I have been in relationships where like lying was fucking part of their second nature. Like they lied as much as they breathe. So for me, honesty is key. And it, that's not always easy, right? Because being honest and being open sometimes, you have to put your guard down. You have to be vulnerable. And sometimes a lot of people struggle with sitting there and being honest and open with people, even if it's someone that they're in a relationship with or they have a close friendship with or whatever. A lot of people struggle with being honest. And you also have to remind yourself that if people, people are not honest with themselves, you can't expect them to be honest with you, right? So a lot of people go through life lying to themselves, not being open to themselves, not being true to themselves. So if they can't even do that to themselves, you can't expect them to do it to you too. Like that it just doesn't make sense. Um, are you able to maintain your individual identity, right? So are you able to be yourself 100%? Are you able to be yourself organically, naturally, and have them be okay with that. Because a lot of times we're sitting here trying to fucking build a person, right? We're sitting here trying to make them who we want them to be or who we think they should be to be compatible with us or what we feel like they should do to make us happy or what would work better for us. And a lot of times people don't tend to look at the other way around. Are you allowing that person to be 100% themselves while you're being 100% yourself, right? Because you can't expect yourself to just be you and do you and what you want and all this stuff, but also try to be in control and try to mold somebody to be something else. That that doesn't work like that. Um, do you talk about your feelings, your fears, your dreams, your hopes, all that good shit? Are you able to have those conversations? Are you able to be open about that? Are you able to Express when you're sad, express when you're mad, express when you're, you know, nervous and fearful or whatever. Are you able to openly do that? Are you able to do it comfortably? You know, are you, you know, scared that, oh, if I tell this person I'm angry or I'm upset, are they going to, you know, backlash? Are they going to stop talking to me? Are they going to, you know, ignore it? Are they going to, you know, use it against me? That's a big thing too. Are you able to talk about your feelings? Are you able to, you know, express affection? Are you able to express, um, you know, your love language? Are they reciprocating that? Are, are you able to, you know, feed into their love language? Because it's not all about ourselves, right? When you're in a relationship or in a friendship or whatever type of relationship you have going on, it's a two-way street. 
It's not, it's not one way. It's not a selfish thing. Um, and is there equality and fairness in your relationship? Because a lot of times people want to be okay with them doing something, but the minute you do it, it's a problem, right? I can say what I want. I could do what I want. I can, whatever the case may be, but the minute you do it, boop, that's a problem. Now we have an issue. How dare you? How could you do that? Right. But you're not sitting there looking at, well, it was okay when you did it though. And that's not a tip for tat. And that's not like a petty thing. That's not, it's so much deeper than that. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with equality and fairness. If it's okay for you to do it, you have to understand that it's okay for someone else also. You know what I'm saying? It it can't just be, well, I did it and that's fine. But like, if you do that, mm, that's a problem for me. That's a deal breaker and I'm out that that's not that's not a thing we're not we're not doing that at this grown-ass age right we're not we're not allowing that um and every person's needs are different right so some people have higher needs for like openness and affection than others do and in a healthy relationship each person has to be able to get what they need regardless of what that looks like um so it can be helpful to look at your own relationship and consider whether or not it has healthy characteristics like trust respect support honesty like those are a few like key qualities to look for in a healthy relationship um so like i said all relationships are different um each one you know do what works for you um i feel like trust like i said is key 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 um trust in your partner is a key component of any healthy relationship um your ability to trust others is influenced by your attachment style Right. And I think we've done an episode on attachment style. Like, go look through the episodes. I think I've done one on that. And if I didn't, like, I've touched base on it in a few episodes. Um, There's quizzes and stuff online and shit that you can find out your attachment style. Um, So, relationships experienced early in life help to shape the expectations that you have for your future relationships. And that starts at childhood. That starts with your parents, your siblings, you know, your kid, the kids that you were friends with. Um, If your past relationships have been secure and stable and trusting, you're more likely to trust future partners as well, right? Because we're not fucking traumatized. We're not, we're not scared. We're not like, holy shit, I have trust issues now. And like, this person's going to do this because this person did it. So everybody's the same, right? Because a lot of us do that. Um, Because if your past relationship was unstable and undependable, you have to work through those trust issues to go forward. And that's just a thing, right? Like we all know that. Um, trust is also established by how partners treat one another. When you see that your partner treats you well, they're dependable, they, they show up for you, they're, you know, they're trustworthy, etc. And they'll be there for you when you need them, you're more likely to develop trust. And building trust requires mutual self-disclosure by sharing things about yourself, right? And that goes back to, like I said, you have to let that wall down, you have to be vulnerable, you have to be willing to give, to get, get, to give, Right? Um, as time passes, opportunities will test and elevate that trust. And that's when you, you know, get to see, like, can I trust them? Can, you know, they be there for me? Can they be honest? Can they be open? And as trust grows, the relationship will become a source of comfort and security. And if you feel like you have to hide things from your partner, it may be because you lack this essential trust. Right. And that could be if they cheated, if they lied, if they, you know, did something behind your back that you find out if their character is just a little bit shady, if they're like, you know, and I mean, why would you want to be in a relationship or friendship with someone like that anyway? Right. Um, And then, again, goes hand in hand with openness and honesty. You should be able to feel that you can be yourself in a healthy relationship. 
and all couples have varying like levels of openness and self-disclosure, you should feel like you can be yourself. You should never have to hide anything. And self-disclosure refers to what you're willing to share about yourself with another person, right? How open am I willing to be? I can't fucking talk today. How uh, much am I willing to give you? How much am I willing to tell? How much am I willing to let you see, right? Like at the beginning of a relationship, you may hold back a little bit because you're like, "Mm, I don't know. I don't know this, this person that much. You have a little bit of caution, but over time, like as intimacy increases and, you know, your partner begins to reveal more of their thoughts and their opinions, beliefs, whatever, you guys start to like get a little bit more open. And that doesn't mean that you need to share like every fucking single thing with your partner. Each individual needs, you know, their own privacy and space as well. Um, But what matters most is whether each partner feels comfortable sharing their hopes and their fears and their feelings if you do choose to do that, right? So healthy couples don't need to be together all the time and share everything. And I feel like this is another thing that a lot of people get fucked up. Like if your partner doesn't share every single thing with you, if they're not doing every single thing with you, if they want to do things with their friends and they don't include you, are they want, oh my God, that's a big deal and that's a problem, right? You have to allow people to be themselves also. And you also have to understand that it is unhealthy to always be up each other's ass 24 seven. Like we work together, we live together, we sleep together, we shower together, we, we go out together. We don't have our own individual thing. That's not healthy. That's a little, that's a little bit like you gotta, you gotta kind of reevaluate that a little bit. Um, like, because your partner may have different needs than you. And it's important to find ways to like compromise while still maintaining your own boundaries, right? Because boundaries are not about secrecy. They establish that each person has their own needs and expectations in their own life as well. And you should never, ever focus your life just around one person. Like you cannot do anything without this person. You cannot function without this person. Everything, if they're not around, is like, oh my God, what are they doing? Who they with? Where are they doing? That goes back to the trust thing. It's, it's not healthy. It's not a good thing. Um, and then affection. Um, healthy relationships are characterized by affection, right? So research has shown that the initial passion that marks the start of a new relationship tends to decline over time, right? And we all know this. Relationships will never stay the same throughout, right? The honeymoon phase will eventually fade. The butterflies and the, you know, the giddiness that you feel and all that stuff, it will eventually fade. Um, but that does not mean that the need for affection and comfort and tenderness and all that, that doesn't mean that that goes away. You should always want that. And there are some people who are less affectionate than others. Like me, for instance, I'm not a very like touchy feely, kissy, kissy type of person, right? Like, whereas my partner is. So sometimes that's like a little bit of a struggle. Like, mm, like I sometimes feel like, oh, that's a lot. Whereas my partner feels like "Mm, that's not enough. So you got to kind of find the middle ground with that, right? Um, And also it's about mutual respect too. So in healthy relationships, people have to have a shared respect. Like I said, respect is numero, numero uno, like top, 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 right up there with trust. You have to be able to listen to one another. You have to be able to understand. You have to be forgiven. You have to build each other up. You have to make room in your life for your partner, like whatever that looks like. You have to take an interest in things that they like. Um, Like, for instance, I hate the ocean. It terrifies me. Like, I don't even dip my feet in the ocean. Like, when I go to the beach, I do not go in the water. Um, And if you know, you know. Um, But I have kind of, you know, 
I know my partner is is a water type of person. They like to do outside activities. So I've done jet skiing, I've done kayaking, and I mean kayaking, and, and we were deep, okay? We, we were in the middle of the fucking ocean. And I was traumatized, like I was terrified the entire time. Like I was like, holy shit, if a shark comes right now, I'm dead meat. Like I got a lot of meat on my bones, they're gonna have a fucking feast, okay? Like I was scared. But you have to be willing to do certain things for your partner. They, that's what they like. That's, you know, you got to kind of, you got to kind of give and take, um, show appreciation, show gratitude, support their passion, support their dreams, have empathy for one another. Like, you know, these are, these are all things that you have to do. Um, show, show appreciation, keep things interesting, like make time for one another, schedule dates. Like me and my partner have been together for years, but we still do date nights and we still do movie nights and we still, you know, do relationship games and like the list goes on. You can do whatever you want to do. You just have to keep it, keep it going. Um, try new things together, try a new hobby, take a class, do, do something, right? Break out of the routine, look for ways to surprise each other. You know, you have to keep that spark going because naturally it will, it will start to fade out. Um, you have to spend time apart once in a while. Also, um, you have to find time for intimacy. You have to, it is a, a job, literally, like people don't understand that maintaining a healthy relationship is not as easy as it's just like one, two, three. Well, we love each other. We're soulmates and, and it's going to be a perfect life. That's not, that's not the case. That's not the truth. Um, and if these are all things that you're like, damn, well, my relationship doesn't really have that. Are we lacking that? We need help in that area or whatever. You know, all relationships are going to have bumps in the road, conflicts over finances, how you guys parent, um, all different types of shit, right? All different types of shit. And if you and your partner have a healthy relationship, most of the time, problems might sometimes arise that will benefit your relationship. Like I said, it's, it's always good to have a little bit of like argument and disagreement and whatever, um, because you learn about each other in that point in time. Um, and if you feel like your relationship might benefit from like outside help, like therapy, uh, counseling, um, a mental health professional skilled in like relationship issues can help both of you. They teach you how to communicate, how to listen, how to cope with some of the issues. Um, I feel like there's this taboo around therapy and like people are always like, oh, well, if you're in therapy or if we go to relationship therapy or whatever, it's a bad thing. And it's like, no, I feel like everyone should be in therapy. I feel like everyone should have someone they can turn to that's an outside source. I feel like a different point of view is always needed from someone who's not biased, right? Someone who's not in our inner circle or someone who knows both of us or whatever. Because then, yeah, your, your you know, advice and shit that you're giving or getting is going to be biased to some extent. Um, so, and it's also important to remember that you can't force someone to change their behavior unless they want to. And that's a big one too. If your partner's not interested or willing to go to counseling or willing to work on shit or willing to go, you know, focus on things like you sometimes have to just reevaluate and you have to like kind of do the pros and cons list, right? Like what, what is, what is more beneficial to my relationship? Are there more pros or are there more cons? Is this more healthy than it is not healthy? Like you kind of have to sit down and reevaluate those things and that's uncomfy and it's not fun and it's, you know, it's not good, but it's always needed. It's always, 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 always needed. Um, so I did get some questions on my Instagram page. So we're going to jump into that before we end this episode. Um, I got a question that says, why am I not happy in my relationship? And I mean, me, I'm not a therapist. I'm not licensed. I'm none of that. As I always tell you guys, um, 
but I feel like I don't know this person um, personally, so I can't say why you're not happy in your relationship. But one thing I can say is that if you're ever feeling like you need to question why you're not happy, your answer is already right there, right? Because you should never place your happiness in someone else. No, nobody can make you happy. The happiness is not a destination, right? And I feel like we struggle with that too. Like, oh my God, I can't wait until Friday. I can't wait until my birthday. I can't wait until this. As if like once we, once that happens, all of our problems are gone and our happiness is right there. It, that's, it's not a thing. Um, so I think like they would benefit from listening to this episode. Um, another question I got are, what are some examples of healthy boundaries in a relationship? And I just went through that right now also. Um, why do people cheat in relationships? So I feel like infidelity can have a range of causes, right? So it can be from past cheating, substance abuse, psychological problems, personality, insecurity, sex addiction, like the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Um, and I think I'm going to do an episode on why people cheat. Also, I need to do a little bit more like research and shit. Um, but yeah, always maintain a a healthy relationship make sure you're open and honest, make sure you have trust, make sure you're able to communicate healthy, make sure if you're not happy, or if you're lacking, or if the person is not willing to get in the ring and fight with you for your relationship, then maybe it's time to reevaluate and step out. Maybe it's time to, you know, step away from that relationship. I don't mean step out like cheat. I mean, step out, like, literally step out of the relationship. Um, But yeah, I'm going to open conversation on Instagram for this. So feel free to share this episode. Um, And again, tune into our self-love event. Information is on Instagram. And until next time, peace and love.